Good morning. Seven past the hour. It's the Faith Radio Network. A lot of business owners say they're really anxious about the presidential election, regardless of who wins. They, they don't really know what to expect in regards to the future of the U.S. economy or a change in government regulations. Here to provide us with some analysis and a biblical perspective on all this is our business consultant, Bill English. He's the founder of BibleandBusiness.com. Good morning, Bill. Well, good morning, Bill. How are you doing? Good. I love your tie, by the way. Hey, thanks, you he, know. He's the sharp-dressed man today. Well, you and, know, women are crazy about a sharp-dressed uh, man. That's what know? ZZ Top has said for years. That's right. Uh, now, <laughs> you sent me an article from Associated Press, and it was referencing a poll they did uh, just earlier this summer, and they asked Americans if they were anxious about uh, the presidential election, the, the candidates fearful about the outcome. Yeah. And what did that poll show? Well, the poll showed a number of things. First of all, it showed that the vast majority of Americans, 81 percent, are scared of at least one of the two candidates, either Clinton or Trump. And they're they're genuinely frightened by the prospect that one of those two candidates is going to be in the office. Uh, and a quarter of us, 25%, say it doesn't matter who gets elected, we're scared. Wow. Which one in four Americans are saying that. Uh, three quarters of the voters say their pick for the president is motivated by a desire to vote against the other candidates. So 75% of us right now, when we're thinking about who to vote for, we're really not thinking about who to vote for. We're thinking about who we're voting against. Because uh, neither uh, candidate is very palatable to the American people. That's that's a stunning figure. I mean, it, if you it think really about it. is. It really is. In most presidential races, you have a core in both parties who are really anxious to vote for that individual. Here, we don't have that. Mm. Uh, Likeability and credibility, the two things that come up over and over again when you you look at uh, politics, you look at business, whatever it might be. And in this case, we have two candidates who are struggling on both issues. Yeah, they really are. And, And one wonders just how out of touch both parties are to have put up these candidates. Uh, you know, the, the the party faithful, the party core in both the Democrats and the Republicans, it seems to me, um, are very excited about their respective candidates. But you get outside that party core and there, there's just not a lot of interest in either of the candidates. And that kind of tells me how out of touch the party faithful are with, with the real world. So when, you know, you interact with a lot of people in, in your line of work, are you hearing the, the same sort of things with the, let's say, the business owners that you interact with? You know, it really doesn't come up that often. Uh, business owners tend not to talk politics all that much, but when it does come up, there's this kind of, oh, good grief. Mm. You know, are you kidding me? 330 million people in the United States, and these are the best we have to offer? Mm. That's kind of the attitude that I encounter. Mm. And these are people in leadership, and they know yeah. what qualities are important that makes it makes a good leader. Um, okay, this was a poll of the broader U.S. population. Correct. If we polled evangelical Christians, is your perspective that we would see the same type of results? Unfortunately, I think it, it would be. I, I think uh, I think a number of Christians are caught up in the emotion and the negativity and the fear mongering that is going on here in this in this uh, campaign. I wish it wasn't that way, but I tell you, at church and at other locations where I talk to Christians about the uh, uh, election. Uh, I hear very similar things that I hear from people who don't have much faith at all. Mm. You know, we're called to be in the world and not of the world. And I think sometimes we don't realize how the media pulls us 
into the world, the worldly way of thinking. You know, we we have this charge from Scripture that we're to be ambassadors of God's kingdom Mm -hmm. here on earth and and to be set apart. Uh, And yet, if we um, are immersing ourselves in whether it's broadcast media, social media, we're really getting sucked into the world and the world's way of thinking. Well, and and we now have the ability through uh, all kinds of devices and electronics to to craft the messages that are inbound into our lives such that we only hear one point of view, and we only hear one point of view with one type of attitude. So if you're a huge Fox News person, or if you're a huge MSNBC person, or if you're just a huge, um, you know, uh, well, just name your place, HuffingtonPostSalon.com, wherever it is, uh, you can actually craft your entire world based on that one inbound input. And that is, that's a dangerous place to be, especially if the Word of God is not your core input, right? I mean, how many of us, and, and I'm just asking, um, yeah, I, we're in 10 markets right now, right? Those listening right now, how many of us spend more time watching the news than we do reading the Scriptures and hearing from the Holy Spirit? Now, I'm not saying don't be informed. I'm not saying go put your head in the sand or disconnect and live off the grid. But I am saying that the main input into our lives ought to be the Holy Spirit speaking to us through the Word of God. Mm. Thank you, Brother Bill. Yeah, great, there great, you go. great challenge for all of us. Our guest, our guest is Bill English, the founder of BibleandBusiness.com. We're going to take a quick break and be right back here on the Faith Radio Network. By the way, if you want to weigh in and argue with Bill, you're more than welcome to. Uh, here, here's the number, 877-93-FAITH. No, maybe you agree yeah, with Yeah, go ahead. Give a call. Maybe you agree with him. 877-933-2484. We would love to hear from you here at the Faith Radio Network. Welcome back. 15 minutes past the hour. You've got the Faith Radio Network. By the way, if you are one of our friends who is listening through our Faith Radio app or through streaming, we would love to hear from you. We're we're always surprised by people all over the world who have found Faith Radio. We have a free welcome packet for you as well. If you let us know that you're listening, just go to MyFaithRadio.com. Click on that contact link, and we'd love to send that free welcome gift to to you. And let us know, again, where you are listening, whether it's uh, through one of our broadcast affiliates and the the different markets that Faith Radio reaches or uh, somewhere completely outside that area. Tell us where you're listening. We'd love to connect with you here at Faith Radio. 16 past the hour, Bill English is our guest. He is the founder of BibleandBusiness.com. He's a business consultant and adjunct faculty member at the University of Northwestern St. Paul. And uh, Bill, we were talking about where Christians are right now psychologically, given the concern about the election. Um, What does Scripture tell us about fear and putting our trust in? in our Heavenly Father, instead of right. uh, the results of any uh, political uh, outcome. Yeah, I think I think what I was sensing uh, that God was leading us to talk about this morning was this core concept that Christians should not be afraid of the outcome of the election, whether it's the presidential election, the Senate, the House, local races, or politics in general. Uh, and the reason for that is because of the sovereignty of God. And I really like Wayne Grudem's chapter on the sovereignty of God in his systematic theology. 
He presents it in such a way that the sovereignty of God is something that we can rest in. It is something that we can hide within because we know that God is always acting in accordance with his character, which is good, it's righteous, it's just, and those kinds of things. And so when we submit ourselves to the sovereignty of God, we don't need to necessarily be afraid of who is elected. Now, there's all kinds of questions that crop up around that, or, you know, like, uh, you know, what if Saddam Hussein was our leader? Would you be afraid? Well, of course, we would be afraid of the persecution. But we don't have to question, is God in control? And because of that, um, we don't have to uh, live our lives in fear. Listen to listen to uh, what Daniel wrote in uh, chapter 2, uh, verse 20 uh, and 21. Praise be to the name of God forever and ever. Wisdom and power are his. He, God changes times and seasons, he sets up kings, and he deposes them. And if you flip over to uh, Romans, just chapter 13, everyone must submit himself to the governing authority, for there is no authority except that which God has established. So in a very real sense, whoever gets elected this fall is ordained by God. We need to respect them, but we should not fear them, uh, nor should we fear the outcome of what's going on. Jesus said, in this world, you will have trouble. But then what did he say? He said, take heart. I've overcome the world. I have overcome the world. Now, Mm -hmm. either he's a lunatic saying I've overcome the world, or he really is God incarnate. Mm -hmm. And, uh, And that is something that Christians should rest in. I would like to see the Christian evangelical community walk in faith and boldness and rather than fear when it comes to these elections. Well, you know, you, you mentioned Daniel, and <clears throat> my pastor just recently did a whole series on Daniel and looking at our current <clears throat> situation in this culture and comparing it to Daniel's life and the life of his his friends. And you think about the situation that they were in, and Daniel lived a long life under several different leaders, yes. uh, some of which were <laughs> pretty self-possessed and made a lot of mistakes, and yet... Over and over again, uh, you see his confidence in his heavenly father, even in the face of being thrown into a lion's den, even in the face of, you know, the, his friends being thrown in the fiery furnace. Uh, what do they come back to? Again? It's regardless of what happens, they, they say over and over again, regardless of what happens, my God, uh, if he chooses to protect me, great. If he doesn't, uh, he's still with me and, and he still loves me and I can still trust him. Exactly. And so you look at who, who Daniel served, staying with that theme for a moment. The kings that he served were hardly godly kings. Right. These were very worldly men, uh, evil men, and yet Daniel served them and wasn't afraid of them. So I, I would just suggest that, 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 that this morning, if you're a Christian and you've been kind of hand-wringing about the presidential election, I'm just going to ask you to stop it. And I'm going to ask you to come back to God and realize that God is in control and in his sovereignty, things are going to work out for good in your life. And I think for this nation, although how God defines good (laughs) may be different different than how we're going to define it. All right. Let's turn to the business world for a moment, because um, we've discussed this before. A lot of business owners right now because of the uncertainty of the election, because they don't know what's going to be happening with uh, regulations, uh, which are very significant in the life of business. They don't know what's going to be happening with the future of our economy, depending on who's elected and what kind of decisions they make. So many business owners are kind of putting things on hold. They're not necessarily Mm -hmm. investing in growth or, as we might call it, capital equipment, things like that. 
Um, what kind of advice would you have, Mr. Business Consultant? Right. Uh, and I, I should say Mr. Christian Business Consultant. <laughs> uh, what kind of advice would you have for those business owners, whether they be small or large or even a, a nonprofit organization, a leader, uh, on how to live out uh, their their faith right now in this time of uncertainty? Yeah, you know, uh, the headline would be just focus on your calling and focus living out your calling in business. Uh, and then I would, I would always, I always keep coming back to the four principles of why God created business in the first place: profits, philanthropy, uh, passions, and um, the fourth one that I can't remember right now. I've only gone over them eighty Wasn't million there purpose? times. Uh, purpose, yeah, 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 See, I, I remembered. You see, good. <laughs> you have learned well. Young All right, thank you. Oh yes. So no, snatch the pebble from my hand. <laughs> get out of debt. Build cash. Give, be generous with your giving, focus your business on that, which is it's best at doing, jettison some of the other things that it's not so good at, whether it's a line of products or a line of services. And uh, and just in in faith and in, I think, positive anticipation, look and see what God is going to do and look and see what the opportunities are going to be after the election. And now, now if you're the church, and we are the church. I mean, you and I and, and Rebecca, too, we'll, we'll put her in the church, too. Thanks. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> You've been officially blessed. <laughs> you're, in the, you're in the church now. I seriously, am blessed, yes. Seriously, there's going to be the more tumultuous our society becomes and the more difficult our economy becomes, the greater the opportunity for ministry. Yes. And so the church, and the church includes all the Christian businesses, should be on the lookout for how can we spread the gospel and how can we serve people as our society continues to decline and continues to become more uh, tumultuous. And certainly more secular and yeah. and, and more yeah. uh, materialistic. And we yeah. see a lot of these, these aspects of our culture right now that are so an, antithetical to uh, God's purposes. Yeah, we we are increasingly the counterculture. I mean, you know, you and I both grew up with uh, connections to the 60s, where the 60s were all counterculture. Well, the Christians are now the counterculture here. We really are. Mm -hmm. And and our faith and how we're supposed to live is very uh, different than how the world tells us we should be living. Wow, some great advice from Pastor Bill. Thank you so much this morning. (laughs) No, I love it. I really do. And I I hope our listeners will take... To heart what you've said, Bill. So thank well, thanks. you. Let me point you to Bill's website, which is bibleandbusiness.com for some great articles, not just on business, but on some of these theological concepts yep. that we've been talking about. So 24 past the hour. This is Faith Radio. Faith Radio.